NCT Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Nine on Your Side Sports Talk Podcast. I'm Courtney Layton, and I'll be your new host of the podcast, which will feature coverage of local, state, and national sports. This week, we're focusing on the fact that ECU is headed to their second bowl game in a row. That will take place on December 27th in the Birmingham Bowl. They would take on Coastal Carolina. ECU was supposed to play Boston College last year in the Military Bowl. That was canceled due to COVID issues. We're also focusing on the fact that Eastern North Carolina has four teams that are headed to the state football finals. Tarboro, New Bern, East Duplin, and Northern Nash. We got the chance to speak with those head coaches on Monday at the press conference that was held in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. So let's hear what they had to say. It's really nice. Like I said, uh, we uh, made a little uh, weekend of it. We came down here last night. Uh, one of my good buddies lives in Concord, so we stayed in Concord and uh, enjoyed uh, the city. And uh, it's a nice, beautiful facility here. Uh, beautiful time of the year, getting ready to play for another state title. So it's just exciting. and. And uh, it's been a great experience. No, we actually will do business as usual. Um, we're going to go home, you know, and we're do, we have an extra day since we're playing on a Saturday. And so we're going to do a game install uh, today with the film study. We won't even go outside. And then we're going to do our typical Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, so it's just going to, we're going to do a regular routine and, and study like we study and prepare like we prepare and have a great week and hopefully play a great game. It's going to be a tough matchup. Um, it was tough back in 2017. Uh, they're a better team this year than they were then. Um, they're going to be the best team that we're going to play. They're very, very physical, well coached. Um, their kids just play so hard, so um, they're very explosive. Uh, we're going to have to play a great game. There's no doubt about it. But that's what it takes when you're playing for state titles. You expect, you know, to be great competition and a team that's well coached. And we got to go out there and play our best game. Well, it's pretty easy because every team's different. I know Tarboro's been blessed to play in a lot of these state title games, but, you know, a lot of these kids, you know, this is their senior year. You know, this is their time. And so, uh, you know, their goal is to, is to be state champions, and they've worked really hard like every team has that's getting to this point. So keeping them focused really has been pretty easy uh, as far as the, the goal of trying to win a state title because that's just what they want to go out as. Got to play the best game. I mean, there's no doubt we got to, if you want to look at the football logistics of it, can't give up the big play. They are very explosive on offense. Uh, we got to control the line of scrimmage and we can't turn the ball over. Turnovers absolutely kill you in big games and penalties, key penalties at certain times because their defense is phenomenal. And if we put ourselves in first and 20s or second long situations, it's going to make it very difficult. So got to play the best game we can play and uh, see what happens. I don't know about exciting, but I'm definitely happy to be here. You know, of course, as a football coach, I kind of want to be home. <laughs> so I go ahead and start preparing for the game. But I'm definitely blessed to be here. Same as they've been all week. Just try to keep doing things the same way, stay in the same routine. No, our guys, we play a lot of teams at the 4A classification that have turf now. We play the team in Virginia that has turf. So we're kind of used to just playing in that type of atmosphere. So we're just trying to make sure we keep everything ready. I mean, at this time of the season, everyone's good. So if you want to win, you just got to beat somebody. I mean, our guys have been under pressure all season because everyone kind of expected them to be where they're at now. So for our guys, we just talk about just keeping the main thing the main thing, and that's completing the goal. That's being disciplined and alignment assignment execution. It's crazy. I mean, it's really exciting. Um, I actually have kind of 
you know, look forward to hopefully being able to take this kind of trip since I've been at Northern Nash and for it to come true is really kind of surreal, to be honest. I think at some point I'll be able to look back and reflect and enjoy it, but right now it's just kind of, you know, a little surreal, so it's really nice. So they're calling for some rain. Uh, so today, a lot, most of my assistant coaches are back and they're going to handle practice today because we probably won't make it back in time and we'll try, but I don't think I will. And then I think Thursday is the other day that looks good. So I think we're going to try to take advantage of the good weather Monday and Thursday. And then the other days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, if you know weather permits, we'll try to get outside. We've actually had to go off campus to North Carolina Wesleyan University and use their field because it's turf a time or two, so we're gonna have to do that as well. We're gonna try to make the best we can uh, with, with the weather that's coming. Yeah, you know what's crazy about it is the fact that I, I may not be there to see them today, so it'll be tomorrow before I really get to address the team again, but I let them know where I was, and they've done a really good job all year of putting the last week behind them and move on to the next week, and so they're just gonna have to do that again this week, and I know they're still kind of up on a high from last Friday night, and some of our community is as well. So we're just going to definitely have to address that and make sure they understand. But I think they also know that we got business ahead of us, um, big business. I mean, this is a huge team. We're getting ready to play really, really good team. So they know that. And they've risen to the occasion every time. So I hope that they'll be able to put last week behind and move on to this week. If we can score on them, because they have a ridiculously good defense. But that's the obvious. But then the big thing for us, I think, is probably to just get into game mode and manage like uh, they were talking earlier about the butterflies. Get into game mode and avoid the disaster. You know, I've seen on some film where some teams have you know lost the game early just by mistake. So if we can avoid that and try to just play a clean game, that was kind of a focus last week. If we do that, really just get into game mode and not beat ourselves. Because I mean, East Lincoln is a really good team. We're going to have a hard enough time with them. We don't need to have to beat ourselves too. So you know, hopefully we can just avoid those things, mistakes and penalties, and just play our game. It's a long trip, but it's great to be here. You know, it's always a good experience to to go somewhere you've never been before. I've been to watch a football game, but I haven't been inside here, so it's really nice. Uh, we're going to practice this afternoon, uh, practice all week, um, and then maybe we might have an early practice uh, one morning since we're playing um, at 11 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be a tough matchup for us. Um, you know, Reeds was a spread team. Um, we see spread in our area, but uh, not, as, not as much as uh, we would like, but you know, we run the wing tee on offense, so hopefully they hadn't seen much wing tee in their opponents. Uh, we got uh, 15 seniors that have uh, been in the program for three or more years, and uh, you know, they're, they're a selfless group that have done a good job leading uh, other players. Um, they're excited. They're hungry. You know, our school's never won a state championship before, so um, we got a group that wants to try to do that. We got to take care of the football on offense. Uh, can't give it an explosive plays on defense. You know, they're very explosive um, and make them earn what they get. Um, you know, Ben don't break on defense, and you got to do a good job on the special teams. Um, and offensively, we've got to control the clock. We're joined by NC Preps publisher Dina King. She's going to walk us through her predictions for the state championship games that are taking place this Friday and Saturday. Just, just great matchups and, and everything this weekend. I'm 
I'm anxious to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have to. What are your predictions? Let's go ahead. And oh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to do a disclaimer that this is nothing, nothing personal. It's just a, an opinion like everybody else. I mean, don't get, don't get mad at me. I know half <laughs> the people that might be uh, is not going to like that I didn't pick their team, but I have no say so in this game. I don't have any. Uh, I'm not involved in this game. It's just my opinion. So this this, is your that's prediction. my disclaimer. Yep. Let's go ahead. <laughs> so I'm going to start with 4A. And 4A is uh, Grimsley representing the West and 4A West and New Bern representing 4A East. I mean, this is a, this has a, uh, and this will be played Friday night in Chapel Hill. This has got the makings of a, a really great ball game. You got, you got both teams that have a lot of talented players, very highly recruited players. Um, Grimsley, you know, they, they both teams. I mean, they got superstars, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They got two of the best defensive linemen in the country. Uh, Grimsley has Jamal Jarrett, who is uh, verbally committed to Georgia, and New Bern, as you know, has KJ Sampson, who's verbally committed to. Florida State. So, I mean, I've I've covered both of those guys in their recruitments for for years. I've known I've known KJ since he was freshman. You know, I've followed his recruitment. Both of those guys have been at a lot of the camps that I've been at, and so I've got to know them. And they're both really great kids, and 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 you know, it's it's good that they're going to be able to. Uh, put it all out on the line for a state championship. But, you know, Grimsley, they, they've got, you know, they've went through a gauntlet in the 4A. I mean, the 4A West has been really tough, and they have, they have found their way. They've found a way to win. They've, they've, they've been at home, and they've used that home crowd and, and you know, knocked off some really good opponents. Weddington last week. Uh, Huff the week before, so and he's, you know, it, it, it's just, it, it's it's a compliment to Coach Brown and his Grimsley staff to to make it to the state championship. And then you look at New Bern, they have really they they were very dominant in the regular season, and when they got the playoffs, you know, they've had some really good outbursts, and and they've had some. Some games that have, you know, make you think, hmm, that that might have not have been uh, as close as as you would have thought. But they they've made it. Both teams undefeated. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna have to pick, I I, I just think maybe I'm gonna go with New Bern because they showed me something in the Roseville game. They're off. I mean, I talked all year about their defense, but. Their offense have been, has been coming along and scoring a lot of points. And scoring 70 points on a Roseville team, that, that was just impressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just going to go with New Bern. Um, they play great defense. They, their offense is just did really well. Uh, Grimsley is going to do – they're going to give that New Bern de defense a test. All right, and now we're going to go to the 3A matchup. That's uh, uh, going to be at around 7 in Raleigh between East Lincoln in the 3A West and Northern Nash in the 3A East. Um, 
another battle of undefeated. I mean, that's that's what you want to see. Uh, two teams that's undefeated battling out. So, um, Northern Nash, they, they've done really well. Had their uh, undefeated season. Uh, uh, had a big win over uh, 71st in a, another battle of the undefeateds last week. Came down to the very last minute, and they they scored a touchdown to, to take that big uh, win and, and head to the state championship. They've had an awesome year. And also East Lincoln, they've also had a, a great year. Um, they've uh, – what impresses me about East Lincoln, they went on the road and beat the top seed Kings Mountain, and they just didn't eat – eat just barely eat by. It, it was, you know, a pretty sound – win 20 plus points on a Kings Mountain team in Kings Mountain that most people like me thought that Kings Mountain was the favorite to win it all and then had to come back next what the next week at home and beat a very solid South Point team that's always got a really good football team so this one, I mean, this is going to be a, a, a good game. I kind of give the edge to East Lincoln. Um, I'm a little bit more familiar with East Lincoln. There several of their guys on their staff of East Lincoln has won some state championships here recently. And I think uh, Coach Lubowitz has uh, been on, that, on those staffs. And so I think that gives him a – a little edge knowing that he's been there and been in that uh, that kind of environment. So I'm going to say East Lincoln is going to uh, win the 3A. Uh, 2A, we got an interesting matchup with Reedsville representing the 2A West, East Dufflin representing the 2A East. Uh, they're going to be playing at 11 a.m. in Chapel Hill. Uh, really good programs. Uh, East Dublin battle tested. They've they've had to beat Wallace Rose Hill twice, and not a lot of people can put their hat that they've beat Wallace Rose Hill twice in a season. And that was a really good game last weekend for the Panthers to 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 advance the state championship. They've got a a great team, Coach Holly. I know he's he's got all everybody in Beulahville excited about coming up to. Chapel Hill to uh, face, you know, one of the top programs in all classes, Reedsville, who has won the most state championships in the state. So they're going for, a, <laughs> seems like 20 plus, I, I, I forget, I'm, 25. I'm sorry Reedsville fans, I, I don't know, don't know your exact number, but I know it's in the 20s. 25. 25, okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Coach Teague has done a job every year. You know, you, you think Reedsville, you can just pencil Reedsville in, you know, making long runs and state championship appearances and everything. So they've got another great team there. They uh, they uh, beat a very solid Burns team last week. And so uh, I learned my lesson. I, I just, <laughs> I can't, I, I, I picked Burns last week. So, I mean, I, I've learned my lesson. I cannot pick against Reedsville. So I'm going <laughs> against Reedsville. I'm going for Reedsville this, this week to win the 2A championship. All right. And then 
our final championship is the 1A at 3 o'clock at, at Carter Finley in Raleigh. Uh, 1A East Tarboro gets 1A West Mount Airy. Tarboro is just like New Bern. I've been talking about them all year. The the program in the 1A East and and the one the program period in 1A. I mean, I could almost make a statement. They are the one. They are the the best program year in year out in yep. the East. They're they're making I believe their eighth straight appearance. That's in insane. a state championship game, I believe. So um, you know, Tarbur, they're just they're just good. Coach Craddock, the staff, they they just and they don't do nothing spectacular. They run the ball and play good defense. <laughs> that's that, that's just simple, you know. And the opponents know what are, what's coming, but they've not seemed to to stop it. Itself when you're when East Surrey. Uh, and and they had that vaulted offense that threw the ball for four thousand yards. You know that was the only Western team that that was able to take Tarbera down in yep. in this uh, period in in one A. But they got a, a solid opponent, Mount Airy. Like I said, I I watched them play Friday. I've seen them play a few times. Um, they they really dominated Drone last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drone scored a late touchdown. I believe it was thirty-five to six. Maybe the the final <laughs> score. They've got they got a lot of weapons. Um, they're going to have to throw the ball against Tarbur. I think they can. Uh, the Mountaineers a young team, so uh, very young, mm-hmm. and but they're very good, and I expect that. This Mountaineer bunch has a very strong case to to make it back next year if everybody stick, stays healthy. Um, you know, <laughs> just my 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 is telling me this is tough. I've 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 thought about that ever since this game <laughs> has uh, both teams won. I'm like, man, one day I was Mountaineer, one day I'm Tarbor, one day I'm Mountaineer, one day, and it's just going back. You know, I could I could make a prediction. Right now, and and Saturday before the game, think <laughs> I think I'm going to pick the other team, but but you know if you put put me on the spot right now, I think Mount Airy has um, has done a lot this year, and I'm just going to go with with Mount Airy this year. I think they've had a special season. Uh, Coach Atkins has uh, done a lot for that that program after taking over for. Coach Holder, who was one of the the best coaches in in the West, in the state, in the West, you know, in year out and year out, Mount Airy. So, uh, yeah, wow. I, I know I'm on an Eastern TV show, and I picked three <laughs> Western teams. So, don't send me no hate mail. Like I said, I put a disclaimer. And I went to the press conference at Bank of America on Monday, and it was really cool to see this great group of coaches all come together and and speak really highly of each other it was it wasn't any of them coming in and saying we're going to dominate because this coach and this coach that it was very um we have respect for this coach here's the (laughs) approach we're going to take to win this game here are the keys to win this game but we're aware they're defensive line offensive line are good and we're going to have to practice for that it was really cool to see all these 
great coaches respect each other. That doesn't surprise me, you know, with the coaches that we have in North Carolina now. Fans, my message board, <laughs> oh, we've had some, we've had some issues uh, this week. You know, we've got, you know, some really proud fans of each other, and you know, sometimes I just have to say, guys, you know, calm down. You know, let these players decide it. You know. Sports Director Brian Bailey, thank you for joining me today. Uh, looking forward to it. So today we're going to be talking about ECU's bowl game down there in Birmingham. What were your thoughts on that? Well, I think the entire time, you know, these bowl projections that come out and you're just trying to figure out, you know, how it's going to play out, and you really don't know. You know, back in the old days that, that I always reference, you know, bowl representatives would come to the, you know, East Carolina and they would have their jackets on, like for the Peach Bowl, they have a peach colored jacket on and, and different things like that. And they would, you know, they would scout the teams in like week five, six, seven, eight, you know, on down through late in the season. And then they would sometimes invite the teams, you know, in, in a ceremony on the field or go into the locker room and invite the teams. But now things have changed where everything's tied up with, with different conferences and uh, the different bowls have to jockey for position and that kind of thing. At first we thought the Pirates were head to Fenway. The Fenway Bowl, I was looking forward to that because I want to see Fenway Park, you know, up close and personal, that kind of thing. Uh, that didn't work out. And then we had heard that East Carolina was going to head to the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa to take on Missouri. And that was the hot deal going into the weekend. And then word started leaking out that possibly uh, the game would be the Birmingham Bowl uh, against Coastal Carolina. And, and, you know, Myrtle Beach, the Myrtle Beach Bowl was in play at some point in all of this. But uh, all of a sudden, two teams within three hours of one another are going to go all the way to Birmingham to play. Yeah. But it should be fun. Now, I saw Fenway Bowl against Duke, and you know how I feel about Duke basketball. So I was looking forward to that yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the things that came out. Wake Forest against East Carolina, yep. possibly. I mean, I, even, I saw Louisville against East Carolina in the Fenway. And there was one other one from the AC Syracuse, I think, was a yep. possibility. But none of that worked out. The Pirates are headed to Birmingham for the third time in school history. Yeah, and it's interesting because I, I saw, like I said, Duke, Mizzou, Louisville, all these other teams, Wake Forest, and then all of a sudden – I didn't even see all of a sudden I'm looking and it's Birmingham. I was kind of caught off guard because, like you had said, I heard Gasparilla was the most recent thing I heard. And then all of a sudden we're going to Birmingham. And I'm like, I was kind of random. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was just shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, it was it was a little odd. But I think, you know, once it started, you know, leaking out and coming out, and that's what uh, where the Pirates ended up. And, uh, you know, the Pirates played in the very first Birmingham Bowl. That was actually called the PapaJohns.com Bowl. Uh, that was when the Pirates had Skip Holtz as the head coach, December 23rd, 2006, the exact date. But South Florida knocked off East Carolina 24-7 in that game. And then the Pirates' last bowl game that they actually played was the Birmingham Bowl. That was 2014, or after the 2014 season. I actually played January the 3rd, 2015. What I remember about that game is that we had a chance to uh, visit with the assistant coaches. They had a little reception on, I think it was New Year's Eve, and we watched the uh, the college football playoff games that night with the coaches, and that was a lot of fun. You know, seeing that, then we had a couple more days to uh, get ready for the bowl game. But East Carolina lost to the Florida Gators twenty eight twenty in that matchup, and Coach Ruff was the head coach of the Pirates then. So now Mike Houston and company they they practiced so well last year at the Military Bowl, and they were ready to go against Boston College. Game got canceled because of COVID problems with BC. So now the Pirates will finally get a chance to play in the postseason in an actual game. In 
in Birmingham, Alabama, coming up uh, December the 27th as uh, East Carolina takes on Coastal Carolina. Right, and that's what you had just mentioned last year. We didn't get to play, and like you said, the last game we played in a bowl game was 2015, and I know last year I was on the way to the bowl game, and it gets canceled. Yeah. It, it was such a slap in the face. <laughs> it was bizarre. Yeah. Because I, I hadn't heard anything, and I don't think many of the East Carolina brass had heard a whole lot about problems that BC was having. Mm. And then all of a sudden, that Sunday morning, I was in Annapolis. The Pirates were scheduled to have a walkthrough in Annapolis that afternoon. So I got up early, drove to Annapolis so I'd be there in plenty of time, and was enjoying breakfast and uh, got a, a tap on the shoulder. And they said, Mr. Bailey, you know the game's been canceled according to Twitter. And I said, well, that can't be right because I just left the team hotel. But it was right. Yeah, I was on the bus. I was an intern at ECU at the time. So I'm on the bus on the way there. The doctor gets up from the back of the bus, comes up to the front. We're all like, what the heck's going on? We got a flat tire or something. He goes, hey, guys, just want to let you know the game's been canceled. I mean, we're 45 minutes outside D.C. Oh, that's the worst. Turn right around. I on it. I I've never felt so disappointed yeah. in my life. It was it, bad. It was it, crushing for a, for a lot, of, especially the seniors that were getting ready to play in their last game. And and I think for even, the whole team, because the team had practiced so well up in uh, D.C. around Christmas. The Christmas Eve practice was crisp. The Christmas Day practice was really sharp and crisp. And they were ready to go, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, and like you said, Christmas Day practice. I left my family in Indian Trail on Christmas night yeah. to be able to go back to or go to D.C. the very next day. So, yeah, that was, that was definitely hard for everybody. But even though we didn't get to play last year, we're going into two consecutive years going to a bowl game. And what do you think has changed that from years past? Well, obviously, you know, Mike Houston came here with a, a goal of going to bowl games every year. And he said it would take a couple of years, and it did. Mm -hmm. uh, but he got him in the bowl game last year, got him in one this year. Uh, and I think that, that, you know, you look at the Pirates were 7-5 and five this year, and they could have just as easily, you know, been a lot better than that, 9-3, and three, maybe 10-2. and two. So right. uh, I, I think that, that he's turned this program around with the expectations expectations are so much higher and I think that that's going to be a key going forward. Now this team's going to lose a lot you know, most notably at quarterback with Holt Nailers but Mason Garcia has waited a long long time to play and he'll get his chance as soon as this bowl game is over and, and he may get a chance to play some in the bowl game. I know they've been trying to get him in the games because they 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 have that four game cushion they could red, still redshirt him. He's got, he's got his redshirt in hand and he could play he could play the whole game and still get the redshirt for the year. But uh, he'll get that starting job. I think it'll be his to lose when uh, spring practice starts coming up in uh, March. Yeah, so you talk about Mason Garcia. There's another kid coming in behind him, that quarterback. Do you think that that will be anything different or Mason's going to take over Holton's spot? Well, I think it's, it's it's too early to tell, but I think Mason, like I said, is his job to lose. I mean, he's waited a long, long time. He can absolutely spin the football. He can throw it all over the barnyard. He's got a great, great arm, NFL-type arm. Uh, his problem, from what we've been told, is that you know reading defenses and that kind of thing, it's taken a while. But plus, he's had a guy who kind of reads defenses pretty well, and Holton Naylor's ahead of him. So I think that's been the issue. But he'll continue, and the better, you know, the more experience he gets. You know, spring's going to be very important. You know, fall camp's going to be very important, and he may make his first start in the big house at Michigan. Yeah, that's where the Pirates open <laughs> next year. Yeah, going all the Hold way. Hold on to your hat for that one. <laughs> I talked about going, but you know, I mean, that's going to be. 
that's going to be intimidating for everybody, in, including fans, I think. Oh, I yeah. Mean, what's the biggest uh, stadium in college football, is it not? It's it's right up there. I mean, yeah. it's, it's tons and tons of people, and it's uh, historic. And, of course, Michigan's part of the college football playoff, so they could be the defend, they could be the national champions, right. you know, the defending national champs. So we'll see, see how that plays out. Well, I have a lot of confidence might go in there and win. We seem to play up to our competition good amount of the time. Know, I'll tell you what, they better play well in that <laughs> one, but let's win this bowl game first. If you could see ECU in any bowl game, what would it be? Um, you know, I, I think that when you look at what the American has, obviously, you know, East Carolina's goal is to have a year like Tulane had this year. And and it was close. I mean, there you know, if you if you get that win over North Carolina State in the opener, state was nationally ranked. You know, you get that win over Navy. You're battling for the conference championship, and they want to win a conference championship. So if you if you do take care of business there, so as far as that goes, this year that would be the Cotton Bowl where Tulane is heading. Yeah. Uh, you want to get in one of those New Year's Six bowls, and and the Pirates have a path to do that. And in 2024, the Pirates will have a path to a national championship. Yeah. But uh, as crazy as it sounds, it's still there. It is a path, and it's coming uh, to college football in 2024. Yeah, and you bring up Tulane. I mean, they're switching up from last year has been how oh, many yeah. games did they win last year two yeah i think so and they, they 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 were at the bottom of the league standings i think they were picked seventh in the preseason behind east carolina at six yep. if i'm not mistaken but yep. uh, they had a great great year and uh, they played a good football game against east carolina the pirates were down 14-9 in the third quarter and we had a receiver east carolina did that was open in the end zone i think holt naylor saw him late through an interception and tulane went on to win the football game but that game could have gone the other way too absolutely absolutely i mean it's crazy to watch them last year we played them at home 152 to 29 right the, i mean it's just it's and things insane. can change quickly in a year yeah. well think about our program switched up pretty quickly in a yeah. year so what are your predictions for bowl game what's this, what's the prediction well, I, this I, I really don't know a whole lot about coastal carolina though i think they're a really really good program i know they've had a, the quarterback has been injured they lost their last two games so last regular season game and they lost their championship game in the sunbelt conference so they're, they're coming in on a little bit of a skid his health is going to be you know depending on how it goes i don't think he's been ruled totally out but in articles i've read that there's you know depending on how he can do and how he can play that's going to make a whole lot of difference as far as the game goes but i think the pirates have some problems on defense they've got to figure out and they've got to get a new center in there because avery jones has decided to uh, hit the transfer portal so they've got to get that thing figured out they've got some you know issues to work on but i think if the pirates go in there and take care of business i think there'll be a big crowd of pirates uh, down there rooting for the pirates in the birmingham bowl and i think they can win the game yep perfect all right well go pirates right there you go go I, pirates that's, that's what coach houston always says yeah. go pirates <laughs> that's been brian bailey thank you so much